Good afternoon and welcome. You are listening to The Word and I know I always say I'm excited about my next guest but this one is incredible. Last week our featured guest was an incredible singer-songwriter and then powerhouse of a woman and this week we're following up with that theme. Another incredible powerhouse singer-songwriter. She is the princess of Afrofusion. She has a brand new album out at the moment called Fantasy Fair and it is none other than, I'm so excited to introduce her to you guys, it's Princess Wanda! Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you literally are the princess of Afrofusion. Now, for anyone who isn't aware, just tell us a little bit about you, you know, and, and why are you the princess of Afrofusion? I feel like, to be fair, you've got to take these titles on as though you're born <laughs> That's just how I live my life. So I'm Princess Wanda, yes, the princess of Afrofusion. I am a singer. I'm a songwriter. It's something I've been doing for years, many, many years. I've been doing backing vocal work, you know, started us singing at church and you know I just decided you know the last two years I wanted to start my solo career and I wanted to give the best version of myself to the world that's in a nutshell <laughs> yeah and, and boy have you done that I mean you know everything is slick and professional you know from your photography your photo shoots your everything is just looking so professional now I'm really interested to hear that you're actually an independent artist what took I, you down that road Well, to be honest, um, again, I feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason in terms of when I was supposed to start doing this. And I feel like when you're much younger, the idea of being signed is almost like the sound of that sounds as good as getting a Grammy, right? Because you feel like, you know, I've made it, I've got... I've got backing, I've got someone helping me out, but I I have seen the ugly side of that, not just with very famous artists, but, you know, with people on the come up as well. And, you know, the autonomy and the creative space that you get when you are signed, it, you don't always get the best deals. But even though it's been, it's been difficult, I, I won't lie, it's been difficult forking out the money yourself, funding everything, it, it's me and management that literally get everything the way it's supposed to be and you know i'm blessed that my brother's also a cinematographer and a director as well so he helps me out with my videos so i basically just use what i have and i maximize that and that's that's how we've been able to come up to where we are and it's been it's been quite a journey because now even if i do get some kind of joint venture or some kind of distribution deal or whatever the case it won't be like i have wool over my eyes i feel like it's really helped me grow as an artist know what I want, help me to become more decisive and just be more sure of myself. And it's really interesting to hear. Uh, I mentioned we spoke last week with Tanya Lacey, who had a massive deal. She had a journey. She was signed to one of the biggest record labels in the world. But exactly those issues you discussed and mentioned were what has driven her now to become an independent artist, to have that autonomy and control of her career and go in a direction that she wants to go in. Now, you've had multiple UK chart entries, you know, top 40 in the UK chart for world music, as well as being ranked number one twice. You know, this is incredible where you're going and this will give you your own direction now you mentioned is it Afo who's your management guy yeah. as well what yeah. a superb job he's doing Honestly. as well Honestly. yeah Honestly. and you know it helps that you know before music we were already friends so he understood the type of person I was initially and I knew the kind of person he was because again I've heard so many horror stories about management and just not having or building that level of trust where you know we're both putting in every single penny we have 
we're both equally investing and you know when it comes down to it it's about supporting one another you know we haven't reached the stage where we can have 20 people on the team yet or 30 people on the team you know five people doing hair and makeup you know we're not there yet but you know for me this is how it starts and i wanted to build to the point where right now people shouldn't be able to tell the difference between me being signed or not that that was so, that's part of the goal because i want to always have our best foot forward and and I, I couldn't agree a big shout out to afo from dreamers management as well we must mention him and thank you for setting this interview up today so let's just go wind it back a little bit for listeners maybe who haven't heard your music how would you describe it to them Oh, how did I describe it? You know what? It's like, I feel like this answer has started to evolve a little bit compared to how I used to answer it. But I would say, I would say Afrofusion is almost anything you, you need it to be. So it's, it's always a combination of Afrobeat. Afrobeat is usually this be, I guess, the the stems. That's, that's, that's always the, the, you know, the base of it. I always want to incorporate my culture. Language is a very big deal to me as well. So whether that's Pidgin English or speaking Yoruba, I feel like that I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't have that in the music in some way. So that's always my baseline. And the top of that could literally be R&B. It could be dance hall. It could be Latin hip hop. It could be drill music. It could be I'm a piano. So it's, you know, that bass level, that, that, that right there is me. And everything else on top is what I'm inspired by. So, you know, it, it's like saying, you know, you're a foodie and you love food. You might have your staples but you know you don't mind having a little bit of this a little bit of that so that's the best way I could describe that brilliant I I know that also you're really keen to sort of break the stereotypes of women in African music can you expand upon that I mean it's it's such a it's such a huge topic right because already when it comes to entertainment or just large-scale businesses we already know that usually men are sitting at the top of that mm-hmm. and not only do I want to change the way women in Afrobeat music are perceived I want to show that you can be everything you don't have to be boyish to be taken seriously you don't have to be mean to be taken seriously um, you don't have to only look a certain type of way in terms of like being like a Barbie to be I, I'm basically trying to say the, the most authentic version of yourself is good enough and as far as I'm concerned, that will get you to where you need to be so long as you're consistent and you work just as hard and you put in everything. Because sometimes I, I find that if we're not careful as women, in us wanting equality, we have to be careful not to allow ourselves to sound like victims. And I feel like it's a trap that people try and put us in, especially in entertainment. And I'm doing this with my music to say, you know what, you can have videos like this. You can do all of these things and you can be independent. For instance, with my song Bank Stops, we were in complete lockdown when I shot that video. We weren't allowed out. We weren't even, literally no one was allowed anywhere. It was the first lockdown back in 2020. And I told my brother, look, clearly we can't hire anywhere. What are we going to do? So I told my sister, we're going to have to shoot this at your place. That's literally how we had to do it. And for me, I'm trying to show women there's always another way. There's always a way around things that doesn't compromise who you are, your integrity, and you can still get what you want. You might, it might not be on the scale that you were expecting, but it, it's, it's still in that direction, if that makes sense. And, you know, you could do it, even if it, you start with just one person in your corner or having to outsource some of the information. You, it's okay to not be able to do everything ourselves. You just need to know your strengths and, and play on that. 
I hear you, sister. I hear you. Amazing. Now you, I'm you, not quite preaching there. Yeah. <laughs> you've been singing for you know a long time, fifteen years. You're not new to this. You know you've honed your craft. You know what you're doing. You're an incredibly professional performer. We were talking about it on Ujima yesterday. The uh, nominations for the Brit Awards have been made, and I was just really angry, and I'm not going to hold wow. it back about the Brit Awards and the nominations for the R&B Awards. Now I don't know if you're aware of this but Adele and Ed Sheeran are the ones that have been nominated for R&B now I don't know about you really? but they are not R&B you know it, I thought that was pop I thought that was pop tell me about it tell, and not what, what makes me angry is there should be artists like you you know there are incredible wow. British performers who R&B you know real great rhythm and blues proper you know that this is what is representing that that side of the genre of music and yet here we have two pop white pop icons in an r&b category i had no idea those were the people even nominated i would have thought i mean i know lme might not have released that much in a while but those are the type of people that come to mind as well like or you know any newcomers that have been coming into the picture and you know exactly people like myself but i i think we all know that when it comes to big corporations and big you know events like that it, there's more than meets the eye there's it's not just about how good you are it's about the team you have it's about how much money is in that team the likelihood of an unsigned unconnected <laughs> you know uh, artist to be in that category it's very 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 difficult and I'm yet to see that happen. I'm yet to see them pluck someone, you know, who isn't the obvious choice. I mean, R&B sounds a little far-fetched for that category, but I mean, clearly we don't make the rules because I know they have like a whole board or something where the votes are calculated and stuff like that. So it's, I mean, there's bureaucracy everywhere. So I just tell myself, you know what? This is not the deciding factor of how good I am or my worth. I try not to tell myself or make myself feel bad whenever I see stuff like this happen because I feel like if you focus on this, it kills your momentum as an artist because if you think by not being nominated for things like this, you therefore don't have worth or you're not that good, I feel like it really, it's not a nice feeling. So, you know, more power to everybody who's been nominated, but you know, there's like an, there's an open sea of amazing artists that are yet to be discovered and you know let's let's see how things go maybe they'll evolve over time but yeah it's, it's a little crazy it's great to see that you've got your eyes wide open do you know what i mean because you you hit the nail on the head there there's this huge mm. new tiktok having a huge influence on the brit awards and it's about who sponsors them and stuff like that you know it's a shame because there are artists like i am ddb my muller celeste that you know could be getting a look in here Absolutely. and we could be really celebrating black music and the black culture that we have which is trailblazing in this country you know we are trailblazers and pioneers artists like yourself who are paving the way for a whole new generation and genre of music that is just going worldwide it's just a real shame but you know let's let's come back to this in a couple of years and see where we're at and i think it's also important when you're when you're a newer artist or you're an independent artist like if we have to be really careful not to look at like scale like for instance you know a viral tiktok would probably be like 10 100 million views whereas you know with me with Dirty Swagger on TikTok, we had over half a million. I think it was like over 500,000 views. And for me, who doesn't have, you know, a team like Ed Sheeran, for instance, I'm proud of that. Yeah. 
you know and i think we all have to just keep that energy and understand that you know my journey is different from theirs yeah yeah, absolutely. And you, you touched on it earlier because you're an independent. You don't have that huge team behind you. But what you do have is your autonomy. You have control over your career. You get to wear what you want. You get to say what you want absolutely. and make the kind of music that you want. Yeah, People really undermine the importance of being able to decide what you want to wear. Like, I can't I can't imagine someone telling me, no, you can't wear that. Yeah. This is what you have to wear. It's bizarre. But, you know, that's yeah. the price you pay. Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you. Even someone telling me to wear a certain T-shirt here at Ujima doesn't go down well. <laughs> so, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. So, listen, you've got a new album out. It's called Fantasy Fair. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, Fantasy Fair, my baby, my debut album. We worked on her for two years and she was released October 29th of 2021. And it's an amalgamation of... I'm a piano, Afro swing, Afro rap, drill. You know, I just wanted to throw in a melting pot and it's almost like a litmus test. And I wanted to see how many sides of me people enjoyed. And so far, the feedback has been amazing. You know, I've got a song with Wonder Banton, who's killing it right now on TikTok. I've got a song with Awilo Logomba, who's another legend in the Congolese industry. And, you know, it's been such a humbling experience understanding that there's more to making an album than just recording the song you know just the planning and preparation leading up to the listening party you know shout out to uncle les for coming down all the way from bristol to attend it as well like it's it's been a really really humbling experience and i i wouldn't trade it for anything else and it came out just before christmas so can we get it on all the usual platforms absolutely i'm under every rock every crevice every every <laughs> corner of the internet you can find fantasy fair album you know spotify apple music you know boom play audio Mac, wherever and you know because i love you guys so much i i intend on doing a lot more visuals for you this year you know and yeah that's that's coming up very soon amazing and uh, talking about loving your fans you're actually going to be in bristol tomorrow and over this weekend you might even be here right now as we speak you come down to bristol have you been here before absolutely not it's my first time i feel so i feel great you know especially being a london person i never really travel up you know often so this is nice honestly i'd love to come more often oh so you guys need to invite me more i want to come up more yeah brilliant and so if anybody actually wants to meet princess wonder in person then she is going to be making a, a, a somewhat of a pa a personal appearance at rumors lounge um, tonight yes. which is yes. friday the 28th of january rumors lounge on regent street it's uh, the beats fusion night so beats and vibes bristol and yeah there's going to be dj folo who is amazing playing as well and you're going to make a little bit of an appearance so that's going to be so cool i know uncle les is really excited to have you in town absolutely i'm so excited i can't wait honestly so we, we talked about covid then and making your video and how much did covid really hinder or maybe inspire your career lots of creators were like oh it was great i actually got to get my head down and concentrate on being creative how did covid and the pandemic affect you i mean i can be honest here right yeah um, i think it was it's two sides of the same coin i mean that it's a great thing to say yeah i got to really work on my creativity but it also meant you know being indoors which meant not being able to network in a conventional way that i was able to the past year 2020 was literally just me in the lab recording and i have to say thank god for clubhouse 
because that's where I met my now amazing photographer, Michael Tubes Creations, um, who also did my album cover. He's my set photographer for music videos. You know, so Clubhouse was a great way for me to meet people across the pond, people I would have never been able to meet in certain situations because of where, obviously, living in London, they may live in, you know, the Midlands or in Nigeria or in the US. So in that sense, I was sort of trying to learn the people in the business, build relationships as well as recording. And then last year, you know, with the album coming out, I was able to really, you know, pitch myself in a way that I'd be taken more seriously because my this is my thing, right? For a lot of people that are saying, you know, you know, they got to like keep their head down and write and stuff like that. For me, that's great. But I feel like everyone's attention span got even shorter in the pandemic. And I'm like, people need to see content. People need to see me doing things. And, you know, building relationships with people is great. But I'm like, I want to give people something to pay attention to. So whether that's, you know, doing features or um, just recording on TikTok or just putting out just little snippets here and there of me on Instagram. Like, it was really important for me during the pandemic to remain visible. I'd say that was the biggest challenge because even big artists were struggling with that because people couldn't rely on, you know, club nights or concerts or you know little shows and you know that's another downside I guess not being able to do shows but again I feel like it helped me develop more patience it helped me really understand the power of networking and how important it is and you know now with that by my side that's why I was able to have really amazing people at my listening party you know whether it's Yvette from BBC Africa or you know a lot of different radio heads as well. It was it was quite the experience. And I just tell myself, you know, everything happens for a reason. What can I do that's in my control that I could do in this situation? That's how I kept approaching the entire pandemic. So it was definitely character building. Really interesting to hear you say that, because do you know what? Even for Ujima Radio, lockdown hit, we lost like 95% of our advertising because it's all event-based. Wow. Every weekend during the summer, we're at an event, we're at an, a festival, you know, and it, it, wow. it's it's massively affected us. So for artists as well, that whole networking, marketing, that whole, you know, that whole platform has just disappeared. Yeah. And surely that must be a big part of what you do. How much do you love live performing or do you prefer being in the studio or is oh it oh my god i am a i am a live girl <laughs> i'm for my live songs as studio versions i i would do it because it's like it's it, it, it's contagious like especially when i was performing um i was opening up for Zlatan and Yozu, it felt contagious the energy was just it feels like i'm 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 where i'm supposed to be when i'm on stage i know that sounds so cheesy but it's true it really is no, it doesn't sound cheesy. You're just being really authentic. And that's what's come over from today's conversation, to be honest. It's, it, it's really great to hear that you're a really authentic woman who's sticking, you know, sticking to your guns. Your eyes are wide open and uh, you're going to take this and you're going to run with it. And I cannot wait to see what's going to happen with your career over the next five years. Where would you like to be? Or, or, or let's just wind that back a bit. Are there any sort of clubs, events, festivals or countries or any anywhere you really want to perform? Um, I mean, I don't mean to sound stingy, but I want to do it all. I want to, I want to be an Afrofusion artist at Coachella, Afrochella, Palm Wine Festival, Afro Nation, yeah. Wireless, iHeart Festival. Like, I want to do everything, and yeah. <laughs> what about working collaborations that was another thing uh, talking about Tanya Lacey last week and I said can you give a bit of advice to up and coming artists 
you know and maybe you could do the same if you could just if there was somebody there who's starting out trying to break into the industry what advice have you got Ooh, I mean, I'm not going to just use the cliche, you know, believe in yourself, even though that's absolutely true. First and foremost, in my opinion, I would highly suggest either you have a side hustle or you keep your job because the power in being able to pay for a photography session instead of begging for one or, you know, you know, brown nosing essentially to get one there is a big difference and especially if you're a woman when there is money in your pocket doesn't matter how little there is respect and i want you to feel respected because when you feel respected you feel inspired to continue right because if you feel like everyone in the room doesn't take you seriously it can be a bit difficult sometimes so find a way to be independent financially i'm not talking about how much just find a way to keep money in your pocket because that gives you choices and women need choices, we need options. And, you know, hone in on your craft, get it right, get your look right. Even if you're going for the Billie Eilish look, make sure all your clothes look good. Make sure you know what you're trying to project. If that's who you want to be, that is amazing. Just, you know, just be sure of who that is and, and try and keep your money afloat. That's, that's what I would say, especially when you're just starting out. Oh, and your team. If you can have one person who cares enough to take some of the burden off you, even if it's just one person, find that person. That, yeah, that's, that's amazing advice and do you know what I've never heard that advice before uh, <laughs> that, that is amazing I love it and having that side hustle as you put it is so important isn't it one day you might find that you can make a career out of singing or performing or your dream job or whatever that is but that takes years it doesn't happen overnight these overnight no. successes they don't exist you'll find that actually yes maybe we think they've happened overnight but actually it was 15 years in the making and um, collaboration Tanya Lacey was like one of the things that she would pass on as one of her top tips was collaborating with other artists and that builds up a network as well I found that really interesting is there anyone you'd love to collaborate with? Um, I mean he ain't in my price range right now but, <laughs> but. <laughs> but to be honest I keep thinking of people like David Doe because yeah. he just reminds me of such a good time and I would love to do a song that's just all about that just all about great positive vibes um you know but i'm again because afrofusion is so fluid yeah. i would work with people both in the afrobeat industry and i would work with you know pop artists as well you yeah. know i would do a song with the weekend i would do a song with chris brown i would do a song with doja cat you know she's got her song woman which is basically an afrobeat song in my opinion and you know she's from south africa as well she's an african girl so I would definitely love to do a song with her. But in the Afrobeat industry, I just feel like everyone is bringing so much power and bringing so much energy. Yemi Day as well, she's fire. I love her so much. I would love to do a song with her. But um, the list is endless. Everyone is just killing it right now. So hit me up, people. I'm, amazing, I'm <laughs> amazing, amazing. I literally could talk to you all day, but let's finish with playing a track from your amazing album, Fantasy Fair, which is out now. Which track would you like to end with? Um, let's go for Bad Girl Original because I want you guys to feel bad the weekend. Wicked. So don't forget, Princess Wanda is going to be making a personal appearance at the Rumours Lounge tonight. It's the Beats and Vibe Night at Rumours Lounge. Get down there, see the guys. Let's wrap up with a track from your album. Could you introduce the track, please? 
Where are you, baby? Tell me where. 